The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, 230. Well, in our last episode, which was me talking to me and Pat Dixon again, where I had to uh, discuss with him the terrible news about another frequent guest. Yes, adult film star Mercedes Carrera. Uh, she's at the moment of this recording still locked up in jail on the... Uh, Child molestation charges. Uh, well, uh, since then, uh, a few more details came about, and I did a, a, a follow-up video on my BitChute channel. What? Uh, you can go there. Every now and then, I'm going to start putting these. They won't be on YouTube. or uh, Well, I'll share them out, uh, on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, you better, because nobody knows what Mines and Gab is. and all that. Uh, but uh, I'm... Thinking of putting exclusive content <laughs> on BitChute due to the way uh, they've been treated by our tech lords. But that's another story. Anyway, it seems Pat Dixon's instincts were correct. Uh, the child in question is her daughter. Oh and this is looking more like a custody battle. So now oh, yeah. this gives more credence to Mercedes' stance as she has pled yep. not guilty. Uh, she gave a statement through a spokesman or a spokesperson uh, and explained that uh, her ex is a fundamentalist Christian. So I, you know, who knows? <laughs> oh, uh, some people thought, hey, I could a porn star. Why would a fundamentalist Christian date a porn star? Uh, he probably uh, came to the Lord uh, uh, later. Anyway, the point being, uh, they don't get along, obviously. They split up and it uh, looks like he, uh, the scenario could be that he hates Mercedes more than he loves his daughter to where oh, he would dear. coach his daughter to come up with this story. Oh, and boy. there he could get full custody after Mercedes has been pretty much put away, which she would if she's convicted here. Now, the, the authority said they found evidence that could corroborate oh, uh, the girl's Story in the interview in which she described what happened. Now, uh, another uh, story goes on to where the, the detective, which I explained in the pre uh, previous episode, where he said on, um, he was asked if there was video footage of the event, which we oh. immediately I thought, oh, my God, that must be what it was. Oh, and this is why they got, oh, God, you never really know anybody and that sort of thing. Uh, well, know. the detective couldn't confirm it. So... I don't know what Whoa, it is they, they found, it. and we know they found uh, two guns and some methamphetamine, charged them with that. I'm not exactly sure what the violations and the guns are, but I don't know who knows what the ordinances are in that, guns that district and all that. And, uh, but as far as whatever the evidence is that confirms that, uh-oh, the girl was assaulted by Mercedes and her husband, uh, we just don't know. And I said, well, if the girl, if all it is is the girl gave a good description of the interior of the home, that's not really saying much. So, uh, this is looking more and more like, yes, this is a custody battle and it's a terrible thing. Where the child becomes a pawn in a war between a, a, a couple that is no longer a couple, and all this sort of thing, and lashing out, and compounded by the guy's new beliefs and whatnot, and of course, uh, it, it would drive him up the wall that uh, his daughter has to go visit a woman 
who is in the porn industry, which is why I think uh, if you're a porn star, don't have children. Uh, if you do, you. retire from the industry. I think well, that would be uh, the, the best way about so it. Um, but nevertheless, none of that, none of that excuses if this is what happened, that this man uh, coached his daughter to uh, come up with this story. So, Hell no. of course, the best outcome is that that's what happened. It's still terrible to do that to, to your child. Nevertheless, to turn your child into a pawn in this uh, war here. But it's the best outcome rather than having to go with the, re- the idea that, yes, this poor child was assaulted in this oh, matter. Another, no less. So no, I'm hoping for true. the best no. that this is what happened. And if so, then uh, you know, all the best to Mercedes and hope she uh, pulls through. Man. But even with an acquittal, this sort of thing just stays with you all the time. And she's made enemies just because of her, her opinions on well, the, the political things. subjects of the day and her support for Gamergate oh, and all that Lord. crap. Yeah, that's trash. Uh, so uh, this will follow her. Well, uh, no matter how innocent goes. she may or may not be. So, uh, and if she's not innocent, well, then who cares? But uh, I'm leaning towards right now, as far as I know, that this is the custody battle. Yeah. And not That's what it is. A child molestation. No, so no, no, it ain't Hope that. for the best. All right. Now we got to move on with the show. Well, right. you know what? I saw a story. It's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah? Because I found myself defending someone I never thought I would. You mean me? No, Lefty. Close, but no, not quiet. You see, turns out there's some feminist blogger out there from Canada. Oh, my. Yeah, she done been wrong. Good Lord, really? She got banned from Twitter. Wait a minute. Well, she's suing her ass. Oh, now, what? You mean your version of a feminist? Some right-wing, troll, alt-right, crazy woman no, saying, Oh, that, she's the real feminist. I'm so sick of that crap. No, These self-hating women who just drag down the achievements that feminism has brought to the world. No, goddammit. No, she's one of your kind, Lefty. All on the left. All about all the woman is the best and all that and well, they're stupid they're, and crap. Well, point to be made. that's what she was doing. But then all of a sudden, what? Uh, her side and her view and whatever, her piece of the political pie just oh, don't no, matter don't as much that. no more because here come the transgender people. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Transphobia, huh? Well, mm-hmm. that's what Twitter's thinking. But oh, sure. Hey. She makes a good damn point. I got the store right there, Miss Bell. Right. Take a look at that. Let's take a look here. Oh, it's from my, one of those comic book sites oh, that I God. like to frequent. Good going there, Red. Uh, uh, gender well. politics blogger sues Twitter after being banned for criticizing transgender people. Well, good, Red. Canadian gender politics blogger Megan Murphy filed a lawsuit against Twitter on Monday after she was banned from the platform for criticizing transgender people. Murphy, who founded Feminist Current, took to Facebook and YouTube to explain why she was suing Twitter. On Facebook, she would write, Twitter allows porn, as well as accounts that enable sex trafficking on their platform, but ban women who speak the truth about material reality and challenge the idea that individuals can change sex through self 
declaration. Well, come on. That's how they feel. Well, it ain't real. Oh, that, that's not right. That's not right. Anyway, she continues here. Uh, they hide behind Section 230 of the uh -huh. Communications Decency Act in order to defend their allowance of illegal I've activities, violent threats, well, and pornography on the platform, but then shut down and silence women what? who share opinions and arguments they don't like. Or attempt to hold predatory men to account. Oh my God. Twitter what? has advertised itself as the free speech wing of the free speech party. Well, there you go. <laughs> what? I just can't read that with a straight face oh, anymore. Oh, stop you know? that. Uh, and repeatedly promised its users in its terms of service and elsewhere that it would not censor their speech. There you go. Its terms of service state that any changes will not be retroactive. That's fair. And that it will provide 30 days notice to users of any changes. Well, Nonetheless, I was banned in November, presumably what? for violating Twitter's new rules on misgendering. Though oh, no one from the company has ever yeah. explained the reason for my ban, as certainly I have never engaged well, in hateful conduct on the platform, well, which like were did. never made known to users. The well, first news report you know on that. these new rules was published 20 minutes after I was banned oh, from the platform. Man. Come on, man. Twitter is not going to get away with this hypocritical, yeah. dishonest, Tell entirely him. sketchy, and unlawful behavior. We cannot allow multi-billion dollar companies to dictate free speech. Also, did no one tell them not to fuck with me? Whoa. Do not fuck. Fuck with me. Woo, oh, man. <laughs> oh, fire. boy. The, the the little psycho comes out at the oh, end like, there. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. But she, but she makes valid points. No, here. she does. Uh, that Twitter really isn't a free speech no, it platform ain't. anymore. Yes, it just doesn't support his speech. Oh, hush up, Lefty. That's all subjective. All you got to do now to get free speech is go on gas. Oh, that's my God. Now, go. that's where all the Nazis are. Good oh, God damn it. Hell, oh, no, I Hell, there might be a few. Oh, oh on, yeah. Are you telling me you can't beat a Nazi in an argument? No, that, I shouldn't have to. Because uh, it's all very triggering. And why can't the world be about peace and love? Oh. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, back to uh, Miss Murphy. Uh, yeah. She would elaborate on YouTube explaining why Twitter suspended her account. I could play the tape, I guess, but... Yeah, let's take a look. Uh, oh, boy, it's 30 minutes oh, long. Man. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Uh, so, uh, let's see. The article has a little, little snippet here. On November 23rd, 2018, Twitter permanently suspended my account after tweeting, Yeah. It's him. Oh, come on! <laughs> About a male uh, who identifies as transgender, but who continues oh, to use God. his male name on social media, oh, including on. on Twitter, as well as in a Google review well, I shared case. as part of my tweet. My account had previously been locked for posting such seemingly innocuous it's statements innocuous and questions as men aren't women and <laughs> how are trans women not men. Oh my God! What is the difference between a man and a trans woman? Oh Pretty my God! Now that yeah. is outrageous. How could you, you know? Uh, she knows better than that. She's just trying to stir things up because she's hateful. Oh come on that now, that ain't right. Wrong. And you need to get over yeah, your you transphobia, sister, and check your 
privilege, white women. Oh, boy, that. Well, look at that. Look at that. Look at what? You didn't get over yourself. Boy, there's one thing you people like. What is that supposed to mean? Well, Even think, when it's one of your own. Yeah. I, yeah. At, at the left always end up eating their own oh, one so way or another. Because logic, despite all efforts to deny it, Here we go. will win. It is a yep. metric of reality. That's right. Which also always wins. Oh, just stop it. <laughs> so eventually, yeah, uh, feminists are going to get a little irritated no. when uh, men can simply declare themselves women oh. and then uh, get in. On the privileges yeah, that women yeah. enjoy, what? yes. Privileges? Oh, <laughs> yes, get out! Oh, yeah. uh, boy, she's not going to mention that part, but that's part she of the irritation here. And it's also true. a good point that, yes, um, what uh, when you have um, uh, trans women going into sports, and especially the worst ones oh, in no, the, that's just uh, the MMA fights, <laughs> just beating the crap out of these well, women. And everybody on the left's just cheering it on, cheering yeah, it on. There you are, right. watching a man beat the crap out of a woman. They are. They're just, yeah, cheering it You're on. But anyway, uh, she continues. Um, another tweet read, I'm not allowed to say that men aren't women or ask questions about the notion of transgenderism at all anymore. Oh, stop she also tweeted that a multi-billion dollar company is censoring basic facts and silencing people who ask questions about this dogma is insane. Yeah, it is. Where's going Murphy nuts? has been outspoken in her critique of the transgender movement. In 2017, she spoke in front of the Canadian Senate. Uh, Senate. Treating gender as though it is either internal or a personal choice is dangerous and completely misunderstands how and why women are oppressed under patriarchy as a class of people. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Uh, She would add, the rights of women and girls are being pushed aside to accommodate a trend. Well, boy, you know, it's weird going through this stuff that I I don't agree with, and yet suddenly, man, she hits the truth. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, and yeah, this will... uh, uh, hurt women and girls uh-huh. uh, oh, certainly in the bathroom oh, uh, in God. Murphy's lawsuit she wants an injunction that orders Twitter to cease and desist from enforcing its unannounced and viewpoint discriminatory misgendering rule Not gonna she happen. also wants Twitter to lift any suspension or ban due to their misgendering policy Not gonna she happen. wants Twitter to cease and desist promulgating or enforcing any other rules or policies that discriminate based upon viewpoint Murphy also wants Twitter to cease and desist from any attempts to make or enforce material charges to its user agreement without providing 30 days advance notice uh, of the charges. The injunction would also make Twitter cease and desist attempts to enforce changes to its user agreement retroactively. She also wants Twitter to stop its policy of requiring users to delete tweets without first notifying the user of what rule or policy the tweet allegedly violated. The lawsuit also states she wants Twitter to remove parts of their terms of service that states Twitter can ban or suspend an account at any time for any or no reason and without liability to you. She also demands Twitter cease efforts to invoke or enforce this language. (laughs) I don't know if you're going to get that. Uh, Finally, the injunction would force Twitter to issue a full and frank public correction of its false and misleading advertising and representations to the general public uh, that it does not censor user content except in narrowly defined viewpoint neutral circumstances such Uh as impersonation and copyright violations. That it welcomes all voices and serves as a platform for the free expression of its users, and that it does discriminate based on the political viewpoints or perspectives of its users. 
in either its policies or enforcement. Oh, please. Aside from the injunction, Murphy also wants two declaratory judgments. The first is that Twitter has breached and continues to breach its contractual agreements with Murphy and similarly situated users. Yeah. Uh, this would include right-wingers like uh, Gavin McGinnis and Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, has violated and continues to violate the rights of Murphy and other similarly situated users under the ULC. The second declaratory judgment is that Twitter has violated and continues to violate the rights of Murphy and other similarly users. You're repeating the same sentence. Murphy is being represented by Harmeet Dillon Adam Janub, I don't know, and Noah yeah, Peter. That's the law firm. She's so, yeah, we don't care. There you go. She's mad, and she's going after Twitter well, and uh, saying they're hurting women and whatnot. But also, uh, yeah, they're not a platform for free speech. And, yeah, uh, of course, yes, they're yes, the argument, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a private company yes, and all exactly. that. But once it takes on that it's the public forum, well, then it's public. Well, and no. then that it's it, it, loath to make internet entities utilities, and yet the government comes in and then it never leaves, huh? and all of that. But now you have people, and I don't know if the blog was her main source of income or what have you, well, what she does job, for a living, a but it, it could be a supplemental income type deal or what have you. So, but it's detrimental to her to lose social media platforms that she's built up over time. Just over a point when she clearly didn't put any nasty insults or anything like that, no death threats or whatnot. She just doesn't agree that trans women are women, which is true. Uh, These are people who feel they're the opposite sex and all that. And there's a certain amount of tolerance they're due. You don't need to be harassing these people and hurting them and that sort of thing. But to the point that you have to accept their fantasy world and whatever the causes are, which I believe is... Yes, a mental disorder. I have a mental disorder. It's depression and obsessive compulsive disorder. So, uh, you can have your (laughs) disorder and it's not an insult. It's just a a statement of fact and reality uh, as evidence by physical reality oh and that's all so she's talking to and then this idea of men who say they're women they coming are. into ladies rooms and then coming into female sports and, and and stuff like that and taking advantage of affirmative action programs that were set aside uh-huh. for women uh it's almost it's about as bad as what uh, elizabeth warren did to the to the oh native americans God, you see uh, it was an affirmative action program for them and no. then she just waltzed in there and said i'm cherokee oh! Stop! <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, she totally wrong. defrauded it. So that's what she's saying she trans women her. are doing to women in these circumstances. And that's all she did was just say it. And now she's banned. So she yeah. does make a valid point of the no, principles of free speech. Yep. And also you it's getting to the right. point where you're going to have people saying that y- you're you're damaging their lives by doing this sort yeah, of thing right. by uh, an entity that you developed and 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 and, and ask people to come into yeah. saying that oh you're, let's man. see what you think and your opinions and whatnot. And all of a sudden no, uh, Twitter is God, and yeah. <laughs> oh, stop that! And uh, you no. can't say it now. Just, just, uh, you, like, you know, make your own. Yeah, platform. yeah, make your own yeah. platform. It's well, smart. people have it. tried that, and what happens? What? They get deplatformed. They're yeah. called the Haven for Nazis, and whatever. Well, Even though at this moment, David Duke, Richard Spencer have Twitter accounts. 
this is bullshit. And so don't give me this crap that, oh, we're trying to protect people from Nazis. As if a Nazi having a Twitter account, oh, my God, the Nazis are coming back. But it could. No. And again, you should be able to make your argument and defeat bullshit like Nazism. And the idea that you're going to uh, cover it up and hide it away and and do away with it and it's going to disappear and go away, it's probably going to have the opposite reaction. But right now, there's no Nazi threat. Oh, there's one similar to it. But we can't uh, talk about that on Twitter either, uh, either pretty soon, because, oh, you'd be called an Islamophobe. So, <laughs> that's, that's where we are. And yes, eventually the left does eat its own. And here's a feminist, probably misandrist, I would think. Uh, but she is making her point. And if you can't argue it, which when it comes to the scientific realities of, oh, of physicality please. and uh, right know, genitals uh, she's absolutely Other correct you hate and a uh, certain amount of tolerance and, and understanding and compassion for people that's well. where we can reach an agreement but the idea that i have to maintain your fantasy world oh my god no. No, you should not have that power to force people oh, to do things like that. Oh, so hate. I think this is a good thing, and no, I think it's, it's a good hate. conversation for just people hate. to have. They should. Hate and uh, free speech. It's think. Just think. What? That's all you got to do. It's not going to kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and you learn things. And you have fascinating conversations with people. Oh, please. You ordinarily thought you never would. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I never that? thought I'd talk to Nothing left. Nothing at all. Yeah, In fact... That's the way oh, the world gets better. All right, we'll take a break and you can come back with a new episode of The Crew. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Horse is a horse, of course, of course, and a horse has needs, of course, of course, especially when that horse is Mr. Sex Ed. Well, hey there, Wilbur. Why the long face? Oh, Mr. Sex Ed, it's... I'm having some marital problems. Oh, well, you can tell me I'm your best pal. Well, it's... Judy says I'm not satisfying her in bed anymore. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> you need to get in there and take charge. What you do is you bite her by the neck. I, I mean, uh, you grab her by the mane. Uh, I mean, the hair. And you yank that back and you ram it in like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, well, more than she'll know who's boss. Well, you really think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, that's not me. I, 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 I can't be like that. Oh, oh God. Yeah, am I talking to a man or a pussy? <laughs> now, come on now. Hurry, bro. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, maybe it's something mechanical. Let's see what we're working with here. Drop your drawers. What? I, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, oh God damn. I stand here bending this stall naked as a jaybird all the time. You don't see me crying and wussing out about it. Well, well all right. Oh, good lord. What, where is it? Oh, it's right there. Uh, 
Wilbur, I'm afraid this is a bit of a lost cause. Uh, there ain't no way you're going to pleasure a woman with that little acorn. <laughs> oh, that, uh, come on, damn it. That, <laughs> you're just being a jackass. Oh, damn, I'm a proud horse. You don't ever mistake me for one of those foolish little buck-toothed creatures. <laughs> God damn, no wonder Judy's always coming down here at odd hours of the night, all sauced up with a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> what, what are you saying, Mr. Sex Ed? Whoops. Think I said too much. <laughs> oh no! What's going on here? Well, tune in for another exciting episode of Mr. Sex Ed. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And you can get this classic. Frankenstein, yes! Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man. But his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous, flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche, while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with mean thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on the cruise. Mommy, Dad? I, hey, mommy, Daddy. I, I don't know, Billy. I, I just, I don't know. What is Billy? Oh, man, those poor kids. Somebody ought to help them out and try to find their folks somewhere on this damn boat. Yeah, well, you know, I've been playing on this boat for seven years. I know my way around it front, back, top, bottom. So uh, if you want to help me out, we can go start looking for them people right now. <laughs> what are you, nuts? Besides, I'm not a member of the crew. Oh, I didn't yeah, sign up for that kind of thing. There's terrorists on the loose on this damn ship. And, oh, no. I'm not going to go looking oh, for man. those missing people. No, no, that ain't my job. Yeah, I'm sorry, dear Mr. Luber, but Edgar here, he's good at barking orders, but he never right. really carries them out himself. Ah, that, that's some great support there, honey. Thanks. Yeah, well, I don't know nothing about terrorists, but after what i seen, I gots to believe the worst of all this is over. Whoa! Holy crap! Where the hell that come from? Oh my from? god! We, we have a major storm approaching! And now, part six of the cruise.
party to head to the the, the men's room. Uh-huh. And uh, there was another gentleman in there. And then I started hearing shrieking outside. Um, we went out through the door to see what was going on. And uh, it was just complete panic and hysterics. There's people were collapsing on the floor. Other people were vomiting. People clutching at their throats. And then some of them just looked as if as soon as they dropped, they started, their bodies were just... What? Well, swelling and decomposing in front of me, and... Uh, the other gentleman was standing in front of me, and suddenly he... When he turned around, he... Uh-huh. I don't know how else to describe it. It's as if he aged rapidly in front of me, and collapsed into a shriveled course. All right, all right, Dad, Mr. Gavin, that's Dad, enough. Dad, but Mr. Dad, Hill, I'm Stop not making this up. We it's true. We gotta get to the bridge. What? What, what for? What's going on? Oh, what the hell, man? What's going on? We got a yeah, storm coming on. Yeah, it's a monster. All right, all right. Jeez. Lance, you're with uh, me. We're going to the bridge. Uh, Sarah, you know the protocols. Right, right. Get everyone in their life jackets. Right. And in the main hallways. Let's go, Lance. Mr. Gavin, get you with me. Come on. as senior officers yeah. to be able to steer the ship in case of an emergency, and, well, <laughs> this certainly applies. Oh, thank God, because <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't recall any of that, so it's a good oh, thing man. you were paying attention, Lance. Ah, uh, yeah. I kind of wasn't paying attention. Oh, either. come on! Hey, hey, cut the attitude! Oh, I'm the ship's it. doctor! What was I supposed to do? I, that's my deal. Well, my deal is being chief of security. That doesn't involve well, steering an ocean liner. Uh, yeah, it does, because uh, you need to keep us safe from that storm. Oh, so, it. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is on you. All right, shut up. We're going to have to try to remember the instructions together. Yeah. Control valves. Yeah. I remember that part. to be in working order. Basically running everything. Thank God for that. As far as we know, there's no one down in the engine room, so if anything yeah. should fail, oh, oh man, we're pretty well screwed. Yeah, no, no, don't say that. Uh, uh, boy, the GPS is bad. Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier, but uh, that is indication where the storm is, so basically, we want to go in the opposite direction. Yeah, and we we got to do it now. Holy crap, well, we got to cut it hard. I, give me the mic. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam Hill, Chief of Security. Uh, we're going to be doing maneuvers to evade the storm. Brace yourselves. Uh, take your safety positions and, and hold on. Come on, let's get your Oh, well, that was nice, though. That was real informative. 
Shut your mouth, God damn it. They're probably up in the most dangerous part of the boat right now with that storm band down. Yeah, well. All they're trying to do is save our asses while you sit here and bitch. God damn it. Who the hell do you think you are? I think I'm the motherfucker's gonna whoop your ass if you don't shut your mouth. Gentlemen, for God's sakes, please. We're in the middle of a crisis here. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, we must have took a direct hit from a lightning bolt. Well, thank God we got an expert electrician. Oh, uh, Moonlight says a saxophone and player. It's yeah, that's time great. for you to be an asshole. And we go dark again. So much They'll be back the home. They'll be back yeah. home. There you go. See, they're back home now. Shut your mouth. God damn. Man, these power failures out. That's uh, I know. You know, not going to affect uh, the directional capabilities of the bridge. You and me both, Cream. Whoa, who the hell are those guys? What? What? What guys? Who are you talking about? Those guys standing over there at the end of the hall. Oh my god! Showed up with the lights came. I on. have no idea who they are. You have been listening to the Cruise. Written, performed, and produced by me, Douglas Nelson. Any and all music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain and copyright-free sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Yeah, people say I'm stupid stuff, but come on, man. You're not going to pull the wool over my eyes on that one. You can't tell me we ever went to the moon. I mean, look at that thing. I mean, I know it's bigger than the other dots in the sky, but you can't fit a spaceship on that thing. It's too small. I got to go. I just came back from my lawnmower. I was going to do the yard job you were supposed to do, but you didn't. You only did it half-assed. Nah, well, uh, uh, nah, shut up and listen. I sat on it, and that seat was soaking wet. Now I got a wet ass. <laughs> well, uh, Shut up. Uh, did you leave my lawnmower outside? Well, uh, Did you leave my lawnmower outside? Hey, uh, Next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Where could I get a shirt like that? (laughs) Oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. 
You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art all there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores at Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Before I leave you, I thought I'd uh, make mention of the fact that I had the pleasure of seeing Peter Jackson's film on World War I using the old footage and uh, bringing it up to a more realistic uh, look to the and timing it to, and the, the colorization and everything he did was just magnificent. It was, it's called, they shall not grow old. And he was able to use, rather than having a narration, he used the uh, audio recordings uh, the British had of their veterans telling their stories, uh, how they enlisted uh, the training and then all to the trench warfare and uh, all the ugliness there. And yeah, there's some pretty gory scenes in it. Uh, so just be forewarned if you haven't seen it already. And if you have the opportunity, I do highly recommend it. And, uh, it was, a, and that was a, probably the best way to do it. It's not really uh typical of educational documentaries and what have you in the sense that, oh, well, here's the history and all that. And it, the war is told from the perspective of these British uh, veterans and the war had already started, uh, by the time they get to it, Britain didn't initially enter the war until later after the Germans invaded uh, Belgium. So, uh, you you get the, their experiences at the time, and you're able to see the times, and it also gives you the inklings of what's so fascinating about World War One uh, is how fast the world can change, and it's only four years, and you really have that's kind of the breaking point between the eras of history there where you have the the aristocracy's last hurrah the original aristocracy <laughs> as it were we seem to have a new one now but anyway uh, and and that was the end of it. it was the end beginning of the end of empires and all that sort of thing and it happened very quickly and no and nobody really saw it coming and so it's just four years. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's about how long you're in high school, you know? And, and, and then one world is one way and, then, and the other world is pretty much the world we live in now began at, in 1918 at the end of that war. And so even though this is not typical of a, of a documentary that gives you the overview of the war, 
uh, it's still the experience and the personal experience of, of people and these men who went there. He does, after the movie was over, there was a 30-minute little segment that he did, and I'm assuming it'll be on the Blu-ray and everything, because he goes into the details of what they did and how they did it and how you get the timing right to, to slow the footage down, because a lot of that footage is sped up because of the amount of frames it is, so he kind of had to smudge that there one way or another and to get it right. And some of the footage seemingly looked lost because it was so dark you couldn't see anything and the way he was able to bring it back i mean even like down to the folds and people's uh coats and stuff uh, it was just an amazing achievement uh technically there and the colorization in a lot of ways the colorization still kind of looks like the colorized films you've always seen but of course much better but still you you you're always aware it wasn't originally color and uh it starts off a lot of it is black and white because it's showing the civilian uh, uh, footage uh, and they're walking about and what life was like at the time. And then, oh, they're having parades and whatnot and the announcements of the war. And, and, uh, even if he had wanted to, which probably would have taken a lot longer to colorize all that would be pretty much impossible. I mean, you would be really making it up. Whereas with the uniforms and what have you, oh, well, he had, and it turns out Peter Jackson has his own collection. <laughs> the man's insane. <laughs> Uh, of uh, World War One uniforms. He's got tons of this stuff. And so he was able to refer to that and they would get the color patterns fairly accurate to what it was. And of course, uh, landscape, you know, you know, well, the, the, the grass and the trees were just as green then as they are now. <laughs> and he actually does go to some of the sites and he says, see, it looks pretty much as it did in the footage in some of the uh, scenes where uh, th- th- these men are captured there. And there's a scene where they're going, uh, to one of these god awful battles and you can see the terror, uh, in their eyes. And in a lot of it was quite striking. You always hear the stories, certainly in other wars and World War II as well. And this one where these men were actually boys and they lied about their age to get in and all this sort of thing. I mean, a couple of them, I mean, I could swear a couple of these kids, had to have been around maybe 14, you know, I mean, he looked really young in some of these scenes and it's just, you know, devastating to see, but that's what happened and probably didn't make it. And probably, and if he did maybe not intact, no one really is uh, after something like that. And then all the horrors of trench warfare and the nastiness of it and having to, do, there's actual scenes of them. They're so used to the stench of death that there's a scene of a guy just sitting on a dead horse like it's a chair. And uh, he's just sitting there chatting along, you know. I, I mean, I look, I'm on a ranch. I've been around dead animals. That stench, it just, man, you will collapse coming into it. It's so bad. But they had been around it for so long in that, in that trench warfare environment that they adapted to it, you know. And uh, just really god-awful conditions. Uh, in a war that was completely unnecessary, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's part of the story of World War One. There's been renewed interest in it more so than I've noticed before. World War Two always had quite a few buffs, and sometimes that's all they were interested in. But World War One is equally, if not probably in some cases, more important than that war. And it, it's, uh, it's not like everyone's going crazy for it now, but. I, I, I'm glad to see it get some amount of attention. And of course, it reached its 100th uh, anniversary last year, uh, that it's been 100 years since that war ended. And 
And so, and so, yeah, it was a lot of interest in it. Even in Wonder Woman, <laughs> there was World War I. And so, there's all this interesting stuff. So, it's a great uh, piece of work that uh, Jackson did. And uh, if you have a chance to go see, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, uh, treat yourself to that. It's a fascinating look at you know the personal lives of people in, in that experience. There was other footage that he goes on in at, at the little end bit. If you get it, I don't know if all theaters play that. But of course, with the the women, and just like in World War II, the women had to go take the man's jobs in the factories and everything because the men were all in the battlefield and the nurses and all that. But he just didn't have the time to cover everything, so that the narratives uh, to make it for this film, it, it just he had to keep with the guys who enlisted and went to the trench warfare. So there's plenty of other stuff, of course, the pilots and the, uh, all that stuff. He, he could do a whole series, but the amount of time and devotion to it. He wouldn't be able to do anything else for a long while. And he's, you know, he's a movie director. He's got other projects to work on. Uh, and uh, But uh, fortunately, he did this, and it's quite a gift to uh, for, for history. And uh, so do check it out. I highly recommend it. They Shall Not Grow Old by Peter Jackson. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again Saturday. Hopefully, I'll have a new episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol. So I'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. He also said specifically with regard to my banning that he did not believe that it was just about one tweet. That one tweet in question being the one referenced by Sam, wherein I made the highly offensive statement, men aren't women, though.